Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Of course, the PUP payment has paid a huge part in what we've gone through over the last kind of 14, 15 months or whatever it's been now at this stage. And this week's Department of Social Welfare Protection has issued weekly payments valued at 84 million per week. And we're worried about a few million, by the way, for public transport. 84 million in one week to 285,000 people are in receipt of the pandemic unemployment payment. And this represents a decrease of 24,250 people compared to last week. Of course, the numbers should start to come down as more businesses open and as we open different sectors of the community and different sectors of the work population. And the number of people in receipt of the PUP payment is now at its lowest since December 2020 or 2020. Uh, the figures published today are in addition to the 1,700 uh, 171,000 who are still on the live register. That's 171,000 people who are unemployed and were unemployed before COVID came along. And you know what? Firstly, I don't know why 171,000 people are unemployed because there are jobs there now. Now, I'm not saying they're the best jobs in the world. There may be minimum wage jobs, but there are jobs there. There's no reason for you to be on 203 quid on the dole when, you know, there's people looking for work everywhere, as businesses looking for work ever, workers everywhere, and they just can't get them. We'll come back to that in a second. But all COVID-19 pandemic unemployment paid, payments issued were paid in recipients' bank accounts or in the post office accounts on Tuesday the 8th of June. Now, the last time you can apply for a payment of PUP is in July. It stops in July. It's being reviewed in September, and they say it will continue to be paid up to February 2022. That's when it will stop completely. All things going well and the fact that COVID doesn't change or nothing changes in that kind of dynamic. In other words, we don't start seeing thousands and thousands of cases and lockdowns and all that kind of thing happen again. And let's all keep fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. So the problem we have at the moment is, is that businesses have been on to us and calling us saying, we're back open again. Our hotel, our restaurant, whatever it is, is back open, our gym or whatever. We can't get staff. They don't want to work for us. Why would they want to come work for us when they can get 350 quid for nothing? Staff just don't want to go back to work. And I'm going to have a go. It's particularly young people, I think. Probably between the ages of 18, which is the minimum pay- age you have to be to get PUP payment, and 30 years of age, who would be on the lower paid jobs. Probably working in retail, restaurants, hospitality, or that's a part of hospitality that's back already. And a lot of them don't want to go back to work because they earned less than what they're actually getting on the PUP payment. So they'll hang out till the end. And it's a problem. So should people, and here's the question, and and the the government are kind of afraid to say this because if they do, there'll be an outcry. But should people have to prove they've looked for a job? I mean, if you're on the dole, you have to prove you've looked for a job before you get a payment. Well, not literally, but the whole purpose of the dole is that you have to be available for work and you must obviously make an effort to get work. And they will check every now and again that you've gone for interviews or sent out CVs. Should it be the same with the PUP payment? Because there are a lot of businesses, sadly, which will never reopen again. And many of those staff are sitting at home on PUP payments. And they will sit there till February. Where they should actually be out getting a job. Because there is jobs. There is jobs to be got now. Again, as I say, they're in retail. A lot of them will be low-paid jobs or hospitality. But there's jobs there. So is it time that the government said, well, okay, look, we'll keep the PUP payment going for genuine people who are being affected by the pandemic and are still being affected, their business are still being affected by it. But for those not being affected by it, get back to work or we're taking it off you. Let me know what you think. Should it be, not means tested, but should you have to prove that you've looked for a job before you get the PUP payment at this stage? 
Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. And I do know there's loads of variables involved in this, by the way. But should you have to prove you've looked for a job? Similar to, to social welfare payments. Some people would disagree and some people might agree. But let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Jim, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jim? Happy Friday, Mr. Niall. Happy Friday, Mr. Jim. Well, Mr. Jim, I'm, I'm looking here. Still 285,000 are on the payment. It's a lot of people considering most sectors are back. Okay, there is a lot of sectors not back yet. I get that. But it's a lot of, a lot of people still on the payment. A lot of people on the payment and, 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 and a lot of money being handed out, basically. 84 million a week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not been money. It's not been money in Ireland, you know. Uh, we were over in the West Coast there for a couple of days. And uh, to be honest with you, just talking and, uh, to, to, to people when you're out and about, uh, certainly in the, in the hospitality sector, which is really only back open now as such. And they, they, they had a, a, a long sort of hard time of, of, of having their doors shut and, 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 and you know, waiting on the sidelines for things to open. And now you say that no, not all are open, but mo- a, a lot are. And they find they're finding it impossible across the board. A lot of people I spoke to um, can't get staff. Nobody wants to take a job. And uh, nobody wants to tell you. Well, I suppose you know the, the, the reality of this is that you say if it's someone getting you know three three fifty a week, and then you say you're looking for a job as a barman as a waiter, maybe pays five hundred quid. You probably feel sure. Look, I'm better off just getting the three and a half and, not, and having zero responsibility. And, and and then that's clean money, whatever. A lot of them also, you know, that they're getting this money and they're not even obviously taking into account that there will be an element of this that has to be repaid back in taxes. Now, well, I know yeah, but there's a lot of young people who might have been working, say, in college, working weekends in a sports yeah. shop or, or in a cinema yeah. or whatever, and... They were before the pandemic. They were making one hundred and fifty quid a week working. Yeah, now, they're and three, now they're getting two or three hundred. So, yeah, so you know, why would they want to go back to work? And this is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, well, the government, to be honest with you, the, 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 the bottom line here stops with the government and and this sort of bottomless pit of money to be handing out left, right, and centre. I mean, we talk about supporting, you know, uh, home home holiday business or getting the economy back on again. And now we have a, you know, we have a great product in this country. I mean, it's, when, when, the, when the weather's nice and, and, and sun is shining and things are, are, all the other boxes are ticked, I mean, we, we, we've, we have a great product here in this country. Yes, it's been let down by the government here by addressing this situation. And, you know, when everything opened up, they should have been saying, well, OK, look, we want people to stay in Ireland, at least maybe for this year and see how, you know, where they can't go away. With everywhere open... Where are we going to get the staff to service this business? And this is what's happening now. And by the way, I'm not for one minute suggesting people who genuinely deserve the PUP payment should not be getting it. Of course they should, absolutely. But I think it's at this point now when we're seeing a lot of positive shoots and green shoots and we're seeing the country hopefully getting back to some level of normality again, I think it's time that we start saying, well, okay, you know, let's put a break on this and we've got to see how we're spending the money and we've got to be more careful how we spend the money. Well, of course, yeah, but again, too, there's this sort of, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I mean, it's just keep them quiet by throwing the money at them. You see, for example, the off-licenses now have never been as busy before. You go outside any pub, most of the time, they're, they, it's a younger crowd, you know, between maybe 18 and 28 or whatever, I suppose, around that thing that are there drinking their pints, getting their takeaways and doing whatever, and that's all that money that's been flittered away. Okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Graham as well. Um, Graham is with a company called PlantUp.ie. Uh, Graham, good afternoon to you. Good 
good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Okay, so you're in a, a growing industry. Well, it's actually a kind of, when I say a growing industry, that's, that's a bit of a pun there. Isn't it? <laughs> you're in a new, a new industry that's kind of future-proof because it's all about climate action and climate change and all part of the climate plan where you want to introduce more kind of green plants into offices and these kind of living walls of you that we see on posters outside for Heineken or whatever it is. So you're in that new industry. Your business Is your business good at the moment? Listen, we could see it coming for a long time and uh, we knew we were we were going to become very, very busy, you know, in the next year or two. And then pandemic hit and it's been a catalyst. So it's like, you know, double it, triple it. It's, we're just super busy at the moment. There's pent up demand, both commercially and privately and for spending. And uh, we're, we're ready to go and, and take the business. We're, you know, we're, we're working this morning since four o'clock, <laughs> trying to get the work done. Um, but, uh, you know, ultimately... We need staff, you know, the tree, need, tree needs roots and we need staff to, to provide the, the, the service that the clients require. And what, like, what do you do? So you, I believe you go out to like shop, the plants that we see in shopping centres, the plants we see in our offices, you know, hanging around. Because look, plants are good, they produce oxygen, they make a better atmosphere in your business, etc, etc. And it's better for productivity, I believe that's been proved, right? So you yes. go out and maintain those plants. You put the plants in and you maintain them for the offices or for the yeah, supermarkets our, or whatever. Our industry has got, just got so much bigger. You know, there's so much, there's, like there's nowhere that you, you can't put plants anymore. You know, vertical planting, you know, seed and roots, wellness. We all need plants in our lives. And, uh, you know, everybody knows it now. And it's just becoming more and more popular. We're in the industry 30 years. We've never seen anything like this, which is great. You know, it's a great problem to have. Well, it's, yeah, you but, you, but you've no staff. Yeah, no, but, like, like but if you advertised for staff pre-COVID, right? Yeah. If you were to advertise for staff, would you have got staff? Yeah, like we we would normally advertise on one of those online um, companies for 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 uh, recruitment. For, yeah, for recruitment. Exactly. Sorry, Manuel. Recruitment companies, and basically we use the same one all the time. So you know, you can say it's exactly the same as the year before. And normally, we would get twenty-five to fifty people per week normally cv wise yeah and we've been advertising on the same company now we've increased the budget we've spent you know invested a lot of money in it and we now have the sum total in the last four months of three cvs two oh chefs, my two chefs. three cvs in, in how many months in four months and how many staff are you looking for we're looking for three to four staff two and two immediately and two more very very soon and you and you can't even get people to apply for the job no, not, not even apply. I mean, like, I mean, we, we, this is an industry that, you know, is, again, as you say, growing. It, 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 it's a really cool industry to be in. Uh, it's and there's 171,000 people, leaving aside, by the way, the 285,000 on PUP payments, there's 171,000 people on the dole. And you, and you can't get people to apply for a job. Not, not even application, not even for us to, to consider people and even to uh, add additional training and support to kind of help people that maybe, you know, don't have the the full array of qualifications that we, we require that we could just, you know, help them along. We can't even do that. We can't even get people to... And I mean, of the three CVs, one was, you know, one was a possibility. Can't get them on the phone. Don't even answer their phone. So... Like, well, if they're not going to answer phones, you're not, they're not going to get the job. But Jim, there you go. There's an, there's an employer looking for staff, looking for four people, and or looking for people to hire two people immediately and two in the future, and he can't even get people to apply for the jobs. Yeah, well, again, I mean, just to sort of half that way. I spoke to I spoke to a lad there in Galway, and the same thing. They said he had a job advertised up for the chef daytime work. Uh, paying 600 quid a week that's been up I think since February and they haven't had one application 
I mean, while I, I mean, I do understand there are people out there whose industry or sector hasn't opened yet, and I get that, and they're genuine people. But I, I think it's time we start looking at this because we have we have a responsibility, and the government has always had a responsibility to responsibly spend taxpayers' money. And, exactly. and, and I don't disagree with the PUP payment before anybody says I do. I don't. I, I, I'm all in favour. For, for example, the aviation industry, the bar industry at the moment are all very badly still affected by this. But certainly in other industries, we should be following up payments that were given out because all it's doing is stopping people applying for jobs for the likes of Graham and Plant Up and, and the hoteliers that people you know, Jim, as well. Yeah, but also, Noel, there's, there's another aspect to this, which is, which is really the elephant in the room. Is the amount of people you say that are not from here but receive are still in receipt of pub payments, but outside the country in various parts of the world and still receiving payments? And uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I only spoke, spoke to somebody a while ago, and his two children. When I say children, they're young adults. They're in college, and they were both on part-time jobs. They're both now on three fifty payments. They're living in Spain for the last eight months. There you go. You know, and and they're getting their PUP payments, and which is enough for them to rent a small little apartment in Spain, and they're living the life. Well, exactly. So why would they want to come home and work in, in a cinema or a shop? Yeah, but the three and a half clean, uh, three and a half or three hundred euro clean money in, 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 in other European countries or even further afield. You can go to Brazil, Mexico. You can nearly pull any country out of the world. The people that have been here and are getting that money. And, and that's not being followed up. That's not but being I, I don't know whether you can get it anywhere. I think you have to be still within the EU to, to get it from our, the Irish government. As far as I know, I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, so, uh, yeah, well... well well, hang on, sorry, well, let me just go back to Graeme. So, Graeme, I mean, what are you going to do? So you're getting orders hand over fist. You have people really interested in this business of yours, whereby, you know, people want to get their plants, they want to get them maintained. Businesses are back open again. The pubs will want plants soon as well. So what are you going to do if you don't have enough staff? Work all hours that God gives you. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we, we've, no, we've no answers at the moment. I mean, we're doing the old Irish thing as well, word of mouth, putting it out between friends, family, you know, people that might have, you know, an interest within the industry. Um, hopefully, you know, just hoping upon all hopes. But at the end of the day, we can only do what we can do. Uh, at the moment, we, we're doing a lot of project work, so we can see down the line what's coming. So a lot of designs are happening and, uh, and going into, you know, installations in the next few months. And we just, we just need staff. I mean... It, in the last two weeks, I spoke to one guy who has three, who has nine crews of three people. Right. He said he could do with exactly the same amount of people again. So there's, you know, a huge amount of people for his industry, and he can't get them also. The guy that fitted the, that, that erects the scaffolding for us, uh, for some of the green walls, we did a large green wall there recently, four stories high. He was actually, he's the owner of the company, he was actually on site, on the job, putting the bars in together. I said, oh, are you working today? And he said, yeah, absolutely. He said, uh, listen, he said, we just can't get staff. He said his, his basic starting pay was eighteen fifty an hour mm-hmm. for basic labour, half day and a well, Friday. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get a caller in a second who wants the job. By the way, but what, what, like, I mean, what does the job entail? Like, is it a very difficult job or something like that? What no, does the job no, actually no, entail? There, there, is, there is some, there is some knowledge required which we can we can in house train. But I mean, basically, there's no schools or courses for our industry, which is another problem that we'll we'll get to some other time. Um, but because we, it's a grow, it's a growing industry, yeah, pardon the pun. And, and and plants, of course, are the future. We, I mean, if, if the world is all about climate change and producing more oxygen and reducing carbon levels, it's all about you know reducing the amount of plants we have or increasing, should I say, the amount of plants we have. And it also has a huge impact on wellness within the workplace and uh, you know clean air. I mean, it, 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 the, the list is endless in relation to what, how positive plants are. 
and it's great and it's great to be I mean I was over in Denmark about four years ago I was in a hotel you know normal three star hotel within a industrial park and I was just fascinated at one of the guys serving the table you know speaking four or five languages serving all of the tables well, you, well, well, well say there just for a second because Ed you're on, oh, oh hold on Ed wait I just wait you on there Ed hold on two seconds there one two three sorry Ed you're on Ireland's Classic Kids how are you doing Ed how you know I could talk to you good to talk to you now Ed you're a pilot no, I didn't say a pilot. I work in the aviation. Oh, you work in aviation, sorry. Yeah, I lost my job. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, and you're looking I'm, for a job? I'm on 350. Right, okay. I have a mortgage. Yeah. I have bills to pay. Yeah. Kids going to college. Yeah. No fault of my own, job's gone. Right. Now, don't lump us all in. in no, no, I'm not lumping you all in. People are, no. I did say that on numerous occasions today. There are the genuine people, people the out people there. People on the doll there have a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Now, we shouldn't be all lumped in the same. Yeah. What's, what, what, what early rate is that chap paying? What, what early rate is he paying, the yeah. chap? Well, I, I don't think I want to discuss that with him, and that's his business and whoever applies to the job no, to no, negotiate no, between no, him. I'm looking for a job. I'm on the website every day. All right, okay. I'm on the website every day. And what, what would you live I in want, Dublin? Yeah, I'm in Dublin, in Glasnevin. All right, well. I'll, no, 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 I won't work for 10 euros an hour. Well, no, I'll pass your details on to Graham. You can negotiate with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has it on the website. What's his, what's his company's name? Uh, Plant up. Yeah. Um, um, no, is he there? What's the chap's name? Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being interviewed. <laughs> I'm walking since the 17. I'm up every morning at 2 o'clock in the morning for the last 30 years. No bothers. There you That's, go. Yeah, well, this is my bit of information. What, what, what's the early race? <laughs> I'm going to get me holidays. I'm at walking since 17. I delivered milk when I was 17. And by the way, can I, can I ask you, Graham? I know 350 is a decent amount of money to get. You know, obviously, it, it covers you just... Now, it's not going to pay all your bills. I get that. I get that, okay? Bills are going through the roof in Ireland. I know. I can imagine. I imagine. All the living's gone through the roof in Ireland. I know, yeah. And have you, have you tried to get any other jobs? Have you made any other applications? I've made applications left, right and centre. See these online uh, recruitment agencies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't mention any one in particular now, but I know what you're I'm talking not, about. I hate them now. What's wrong with knocking up to the door and handing the CV and chatting to the employer? But there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, but that's where you should be. But, no, yeah, but, they, but the thing about it is, nowadays, everything is online. So if you are looking for a job, it's the first place you're probably going to see jobs available. That chap said he spent a fortune on it. He did, yeah. Those days are gone. You don't put ads. Who puts ads in papers anymore? I don't know. Well, I'm looking for a job. I mean, you're, you're thinking of the small ads. Years ago, man with knife and fork wants to meet woman with plate. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs> no, what's Captain Neil? Is this? Graham. 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 Young, <laughs> healthy man looking for work. Yeah. How old are you, by the way? I'm 55 now. Not that it matters, by the way. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm 55. I don't drink and I don't smoke and I'm a Catholic and a conservative. Right. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no need for a CV. <laughs> there you go. Well, look, I, I got to thank you. Ed, yes, I will, I will pass your information on to Graeme. I've all the driving licence under the sun as well, now. Right, clean driver's licence. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. And Graeme, I mean, yes. I, I suppose a lot of this involves kind of going out, maintaining plants, delivery of plants, uh, delivery of uh, when you're constructing these plant walls or these living walls, as you call them. So it's all about, you know, I suppose there's a lot of handling in it as well, isn't there? There is, but I mean, the job satisfaction is through the roof. I mean, we just fitted out a lovely job this morning, and we just be getting emails and WhatsApps from the actual clients going, "Oh, well, well, well." Plants make a big difference. Yeah. People are people are blown away with plants. They have a real connection with plants. So, in that part of the, you know, it's not a, it's not a thankless job. In in in, in many ways, it's, 
really positive and uh, yeah. the feedback is superb, you know. All right, okay. Great. I'm a keen, Noel, I'm a key gardener. I love gardening. <laughs> yeah. so he's filling his CV in as he's talking there. <laughs> yeah, you're writing this down, Graham, are you? <laughs> would, you, would, you know, would you know all your plants? Would I know all my plants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you? I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue. Them and all, yeah. no, what? Oh, but you'd know what they all look like. Would you know the names of them? Yeah, I'm not a fair idea. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I've a fifty foot back garden. All oh, right, okay, very yeah. good. And it's manicured. Oh, manicured. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, look, we shall pass your information on to Graham. All right. If that's okay absolutely. with you, is that okay absolutely. with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I was saying, no, no, I don't lump as all in a student. No, no. I'm, by the way, I didn't lump anybody in with anybody. I did say there was a lot of people genuinely, and I did actually. I actually mentioned the aviation industry. I did say the aviation industry. Many people destroyed. are still being badly affected. Destroyed now. Yeah, yeah, I know it's been destroyed. I know. Destroyed. I know. Okay, no, thanks. All right, no, no problem. You take it thanks. easy there, all right? Right, no, God bless. All right, see you then. Well, but there you go again. And by the way, I have loads of texts here from people who say they'd like a job with you, right? So just, uh, that's not exactly why you were on the air today, but in saying that Graham is looking for people for plantup.ie and you can, you can you can apply there or you can email them through that as well. Um, but look, i got to thank you very much indeed, Graham. I hope you get the staff you want, but it does highlight the issue. Uh, that's Graham Egan from plantup.ie. Also, um, Jim, thank you very much indeed for raising that issue today. And I want to hear from other employers maybe who might be in that situation. Or maybe you're a young student. When I say a student, I'm not just picking on students, but primarily the majority of those still on PUP payments would be of the younger generation. And there are a lot of people, of course, of all age groups, but primarily of the younger generation, people who worked in lower paid jobs. And a lot of them are reluctant to go back to work because, let's be clear about it, the PUP payment is fairly generous. If, you know, if you were on a low paid job and only working part time, like, honestly, if you were working, you know, be it in a cinema or a shop at the weekend and you're a college student and you were getting 160 quid before and now you're getting 200 or you're getting 350, whatever it is you're getting now. So why would you want to go back to work? I get that. I understand that. But you have a social responsibility. It's not fair. You're basically taking money from the taxpayers and you have a social responsibility then to go back to work and earn your money again, although it's not as good as it was before. So... The question is quite simple. Should we get to a point now with the PUP payment realistically ending in and around September when everything opens back up again, but they will keep it going until February? There's no new applications, by the way, after July. So do you believe you should have to prove, like social welfare, that you're looking for a job to get the payment? Let me know what you think. The number's 87 I've just been talking to uh, Ruth, my researcher, telling me that uh, Graham, who was on there a few minutes ago, his website has now just crashed, which I'm delighted to hear, by the way, <laughs> that people are applying for the jobs now. Let me go to Marion, who owns Vanilla Browns in Limerick. And Marion, you have the same problem. Oh, Niall, I'm glad that you've raised this topic. It's been, um, oh, it's near impossible to find staff um, this last three months. You know, even I'd advertised before we'd opened when I knew that we would have a, a date in mind so yeah. that I'd get ahead of the game. Yeah. And no, still, still looking for. Now, I'm, I'm very lucky. I have some great spa girls. Yeah. I have. Um, so what do you, what do, you do by the way in Vanilla Browns? Just because I'm so a man. I'm a man. I wouldn't do. be familiar. <laughs> We, we've met before and you've been down in Limerick, um, Niall. Oh, right, okay. So, At the Lister party, party, was it? Yes, oh, okay, okay, okay. It. So um, we have a spa, so a lot of massage and everything like that, So, and which is really popular because people are all for well-being at the moment. Yeah, we're all stressed out. Um, we need a good massage. Yeah, okay. But I'd say the drive <laughs> has been for the last, the last, since we opened, has been for hair because it's more um, a necessity. 
Okay, so you do the and, and do you do the nails and the beauty? We do the nails. We yeah. do the beauty. We do make we have makeup artists. Okay, we have a clinic. We have facials. So we do everything. Okay, so, so we're all all. So you walk face. in and come out looking like a new woman or a man, exactly. if that be the case. Okay, <laughs> and and your problem is you can't get hairstylists now. I can't get hairstylists. Is is there a problem that a lot of hairstylists during the pandemic didn't a lot of hairstylists go out door to door, back garden jobs in people's exactly. houses, and there were uh-huh. maybe they were making more money doing it that way on the black oh, market, so to speak. Of course, and it was driven by the public because yeah. the public went and, you know, supported this as well at mm-hmm. that time. And that's fine. When everything else was closed, that's fine. If that was important to you and you, you needed to get it done. You needed to get your colour done because your that's roots were showing. I'm, yeah. I'm not here to judge anybody on that. Yeah. But when the, the country is trying to open up, when we're trying to get back on our feet, I don't think we should be taking... Um, when we don't need to, because there's plenty of jobs. I know I'm not the only salon that's looking for stylists, but none of us can get them. Yeah. And the the, the business is there. We have the public. They want to come I know. I was only talking to a hairstylist during the week, she said, and she works for one of the major companies in Ireland. And she said, yeah. they're out the door. Out the door. Out the door. Yeah. I have waiting lists for people. Now, I have a fantastic stylist here that can do the work of three people, but it's, you know, it's not fair. <laughs> no, you it's know, not fair so to do that. To, we're so used to doing it. I know we're that so feeling, yeah. working at a pace. I know, poor old Ruth, my producer out there, she can do the work of ten men, that woman out there, I tell <laughs> yeah. you. So, so, Marion, you're looking for hairstylists and you can't get them. And why do you think you can't get them? It's a combination of maybe they're making money on, on the side themselves. Yeah, exactly. And you getting know, a PUP payment maybe on top of that. Too. I think, you know, it, it's... Um, the pop and the money that they're making cash in hands from the public. Yeah. So it's, uh, but I th- I don't think that will last now. Well, well, that, well no, the pop will be gone in July or, well, The pop will be gone in July, but I also think that the public needs, wants to come into um, a salon experience. Yeah, You know, we have a beautiful location. We're overlooking the river. The sun is shining through on me today. Yeah. That you can't, you know, you. I don't know. You're going hanging over somebody's kitchen sink. You're not going to get the same experience. <laughs> no. You know. But and, if also, and if your head goes on fire, you're not insured. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I remember need- many, many, many years ago, a good friend of mine was a hairstylist. And I was only about 17 or 18 at the time and I was yeah. chatting to her outside the door of the hairdressers. Now, I, you'll know more about what happened in this situation than I would. Yeah. But she was chatting to me having a smoke and everything and I looked into the door of the salon and I said, why is there smoke coming off that woman's head? And she went <laughs> running. They seemed like she was doing a colour or something, I don't know. But, but there was smoke probably, coming off the woman's yeah. head. Oh, what was God. that? Oh, that was back in the days with the, with the bleach, and oh, it, it, it was a bit more toxic back then. Oh, right. Chemicals involved in the whole process. <laughs> we we're a bit a bit more sophisticated these days. Smoke <laughs> coming out of our heads. Yeah. Oh my God. You, I, I've seen that now when we we blow dry to get to get heat on the hair to get yeah. a lovely curly blow dry. But um, other than that, no. Luckily, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Luckily, not certainly not a vanilla brown. That's for no, sure. Certain, certainly not. Certainly okay, not. so you're looking for hair stylists. Okay. I'm looking for hair stylists. I've had ads um, through paid ads through Instagram, through Facebook, through Indeed, and um, I think I had two applications. And I'm looking for somebody that has um, a bit of dry, you know, that has experience. Yeah, a bit of get up and go in them. Exactly. Yeah, who's willing to, you know, be creative. And I do think that that is a telling point. And and I can't even say it's a generational thing. I have young girls here who are fantastic girls. Yeah. You know, 
Um, whereas you so might do, do you think people, I mean, the question we're asking today is, should people have to prove they're looking for a job to get the payment at this stage yes, now? Yes. I think once your industry is open, then, then you know, there has to be a, re, there has to be a cut-off point. Yeah, there, there, you know, there does have to be a reason why you're still unemployed or why exactly. you're not willing to go back to work again. Yeah, now, don't get me wrong, there is some sections of hospitality where they may not be on full staffing levels yet, and I get that, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, I mean, you, may, you should have to prove that. I mean, not just exactly. get the payment. But, 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 but Niall, even, uh, you know, if people do come back like at 20 hours, they still get plenty of supplements as opposed to me as a business owner. I have to generate it before I can take any payment myself. That they, they still can get 20 hours and um, still of course, get yeah. any... Uh, or if they're married, they can get a family income supplement, etc., etc. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, feel, I feel that it has to be a point where you start to say, right, okay, I have to actually work for my and earn my money. And I, and I do think that the country um, would never get, we, we, it's going to delay everything if everybody keeps taking that doesn't need to take. Okay, well, stay there for a second because, Paul, you're a landscape gardener as well. You're having the same problem. I, the amount of businesses contact us that just can't get staff. <laughs> I know. I mean, and every, I mean, everybody's talking about the amount of people that's out of work, but go on, Paul. Yeah, we were having the same problem there. It was great. Like, we were having it really, really bad. Like, we would have about 20 people in the summertime. Right, okay. Right? You just can't get staff. Yeah, but that's what Graham said. He got, I don't know, did he, what was it? In four months, he got four CVs or something like that. Yeah. And like every morning on the staff, at the start meet in the morning time, their farm and I get hammered because instead of having eight lads, it's like they four or six. Right. Or, you know, and then if anybody doesn't throw it up or, you know. And and I'm assuming, like, by the way, there's no major experience necessary. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, it might be a bit handy if you have it, but it's digging holes and planting trees. Commercial domestic and groundbreaking. The commercial landscaping, you have like a house and a stay or a school or a factory or whatever, roadsides, whatever. Planting the trees, raking the stones off the grass. Yeah. Shifting the stones. I could do that myself, yeah. Yeah, so they put down timber out to plant shrubs, spread back much. Not a big deal, right? Now, if you have a digger driver and you have a certificate for that, excellent, that's gravel. Of course, yeah. But, you know, we're just looking for basically grow workers, basically, and we're going to pay 13, 14 euros an hour. That's all right. And you can't get anyone to take the job. Uh, no, all you need to have is a driver's license to drive a van. I said, if you want to take the van, I'll use it. All right, well, okay, sorry, Paul, what's the name of your business? Complete Landscaping. Complete Landscaping. Yeah. And what, uh, do you have a website? Uh, we do have a website, Jeff, but you can send all the CDs to um, uh, info at completelandscaping.ie. Okay, info at completelandscaping.ie. <laughs> Now, Marion, where can people send CVs if they want to work in Vanilla Brown? Yeah, to me, and you know what? They don't even need to send a CV. They can just call me, but they can send it to me, Marion. Oh, don't be saying that after being on the radio. Your phone won't stop ringing. <laughs> I know, hopefully. <laughs> Marion at VanillaBrowns.com. Um, and the, the website is www.vanillabrowns.com. And they can always uh, yeah. always apply, you know. But I, I, I know it's not typical for, for stylists. Um, 
to, to have CV, so you know that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah, we but, just want to get. I think we're all on the same page here today. Nobody's having a barney with anybody. We just want to get people back to work and people who want to get back to work. But but there's a, the problem is Paul. Just getting back to what I said earlier on. The PUP payment, I mean, this week we've 285,000 people claiming a PUP payment. That's 84 million euro of taxpayers' money, right? Now, don't get me wrong, there are sectors not back at work yet. There's those in entertainment, those in aviation, uh, some of the sectors of hospitality. So there are people still not back to work yet. Uh, but there are people who should be back in work, and they're not. Absolutely. I had last year, just, you know, Corona really started taking hold in, like, just the middle of the summer. James, I haven't heard it heard Corona in about 12 months. The COVID, <laughs> you mean? In Ireland, we just call it the COVID. COVID. And two of my lads came up to me and asked, could I put them on the COVID payment and give up their job? Yeah. And I was just okay. like, no. <laughs> Can I give up the job and go and on the payment? They, tried, they said, okay, we don't come in on the Monday. I said, don't. That's, like, that's yeah. dreadful. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I mean, I can see with lazy people or people who are self entitled thinking, ah, sure, if I'm earning four hundred quid, I could get three fifty for nothing and stay at home and watch the telly. You yeah, know what I mean? And, but Niall, as well, you know what? I, I do think it plays into people's anxiety, and when people haven't, um, you know, I have, I don't think it's good for people. To no, you need a purpose. Home. You need a purpose. You, you need a purpose. You need to be able to get dressed get showered to get yeah, out in the day yeah. and I think if you if you do this long enough um, you, you're nearly afraid to come outside the door you just live in this little bubble and it's not healthy it's not healthy for anybody okay if anybody wants the jobs uh, vanillabrowns.ie or .com should I say or contact marion at vanillabrowns.com and Paul is uh, complete landscaping what was it again was it info at complete landscaping.ie was that it and Niall we're looking for commercial landscapers Okay. We're looking for not maintenance, like commercial landscapers, lads that can plant trees, work on sites. I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, thanks very much indeed, guys and girls. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. Do you think we should take this more seriously? When I say take it more seriously, we haven't really been taking it seriously. And by the way, I'm okay with that. Up to now, we haven't. And I'm okay that there wasn't a stringent means testing or stringent questioning around PUP payment because nobody asked for this, you know, the pandemic. Nobody asked to be out of a job. We all understand that. We get that. But we're now at a point where, you know, and I hate to use the cliches the government used, but brighter days are ahead. You know, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We've even had Norway, the Ministry of Health in Norway there recently ended, announcing the end of the pandemic. So we don't know yet, but... All to play for in the second half, as they say. But it certainly looks like over the next few months, the country will be getting back to some level of normality. So is it time we, even though the PUP payment will last till February, they're leaving it in till February for those who have still been affected by the business, because obviously aviation most likely will be the last uh, to recover from this. So the question is, should people have to prove they've looked for a job or taken the job, their own job, back again? Or, for example, if you were in a particular shop that didn't reopen because sadly during the pandemic they couldn't afford to reopen again. Maybe they just went out of business. And you're sitting at home. Well, you should be looking for another job. I believe there's shopping centres around Dublin alone. I I can't count for the rest of the country because I haven't been there. But in Dublin, the shopping centres who cannot get workers. They just cannot get staff. So if you've been offered a job and you haven't taken it, should you be cut off? In other words, should they check, just like they do with social welfare, that people are looking for jobs? before they get the PUP payment. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, numbers 87 Angela, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? I'm livid. Oh, you're livid? Yeah. Why are you livid? livid? Why? Just, um, 
Because, like, if you're offered your job back, go in and get your... Go in and do your job. It's not. It's, it's easier said than done. Because it's not. No, 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 I agree with you. But I'm okay. just... But what I'm saying is... I know of people, particularly students, and I don't want to be bashing students because they're great people, yeah. most of them, right? Okay? Yeah. But they're getting 200 or 350 whatever it is, on a PUP payment. And they're working, yeah. and they were before the COVID, they were getting 140 in their job for weekend work. Yeah. Now they're making more money than they were when they were working. And now their business is back open again, and they don't want to go back to work. Because well, they're making I, more money on the COVID. I think what should be done is, every employer out there, should uh, turn around and give a list of names of who they have offered their jobs back to. And if they have refused to take their job back, the PUP is taken off them and throw them onto the dole. Well, they can't, well if they're students, they can't go on the dole. Well, see, they, see, here's, see, here's the whole problem, right? That students couldn't claim the dole in this country anyway. And rightly so. You're in college. You're in full-time education, right? Yeah. Uh, you're a dependent or, of your parents, right? Or yeah. whoever you're living with. So you're not entitled to the dole unless you're not in full-time education. And even then, you're only entitled to 100 quid uh, yeah. up to the age of 24. So they were never going to get that amount of money from the Department of Social Welfare. Now they're getting it with no questions asked. Because you yeah, got to understand, so- the PUP payment is very different to the dole. The dole, you have to go to a whole litany of forms and all sorts of applications. You have to sign up. But you know what this would make them do now? It would make them go back to work. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it. Like, you know... They just have to take... See, they just have to take the hit. They've been... And I I get it. They're used to the money. You know when you get used to money and then someone turns around and says, well, I'm sorry, you know, you're not going to get it anymore. But you know why it is... And it, it, it just annoys me. Like, let's say my partner now he works in a restaurant and they were screaming out for staff last weekend. Screaming out for staff because staff wouldn't come back. And like he's worked the whole way through with takeaways and all that. So he's gone in. Now he didn't have to. They asked him and he said yeah because he got off his backside and went into work. Here's a question, right? Uh, Let's say I'm a guitar player in a wedding band, right? Right. Okay, so I'm out of work at the moment because there's no guitar players in wed. There's no wedding bands at the moment, right? There yeah. may there may be in the in the next coming months, right? Yeah. And I'm on a pup payment of three fifty. Yeah. And around the corner, a restaurant opens, and they're looking for staff. But I'm not going to apply for that because I'm a guitar player. I'm why would I want to be working restaurant serving tables? Am I wrong, or am I right to stick to my principles and say no? I'm going to keep, keep taking the three fifty until they let me go back playing my guitar again. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. So I should, I should have to go and take the job in the restaurant or reskill and do well, something different? I'm not saying you have to. That's a different scenario. I'm only, I'm only asking because that is a genuine scenario that's out there. You know what I mean? Oh, it is. It is a genuine scenario. But yeah, I think you should go and, you know, get off your backside and go. Is that work. fair? I know, I know there were, the Catherine Murphy was kind of uh, got a bit of backlash when she said last year that people in entertainment were just going to have to, <laughs> singers and artists would have to reskill and do something different because obviously that industry will take longer to come back. Is, yeah. that, is it fair to say that to somebody who's Absolutely. worked all their life? Absolutely not. We all have to reskill. You know, we all have to do, I've had, I don't know how many different jobs in my life, you know, and if I can't get a job in something, I look for it in something else. So why do you feel because you're in a band or you're, you know, you're in aviation, maybe, yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. Why, why do you feel that you're entitled to wait around, you know, for your job to come back? Well, they'll argue that they're in that situation through no fault of their own. 
everyone else. Mm-hmm. So are the businesses. The businesses are in that through no fault of their own. But what's maddening me more is that, like that poor woman saying she can't get her hairdressers back. Oh, she's, she's, I mean, I, I know I've talked to Marion from Vanilla Brown and she's in a really bad way there. When I say in a bad yeah. way, she needs the staff. She, she her needs business needs, and, and she could be, you know, doing so much better. Her business could be doing so much better. They could take more appointments if she could just get the bloody hairstylists. But that, that's what I'm saying. She's obviously hired back the hairstylist staff. She wants to hire back the ones that were there before. Yeah. And if they turn around and say, no, no, I'm not going back yet. Um, the, the well, that, well, that's not always the case. I mean, some people might have got jobs elsewhere as well. There's, there's but that part of it. But, but there are, I'm sure there are hairstylists out there at the moment who are cutting people's hair on the side yeah. for cash and getting a PUP payment. Yeah, exactly. And that's why. So my whole thing is, if you have been offered your job back and you are not working somewhere else, cut them. All right, listen, on that note, I'm going to have to cut you, Angela, because I'm running out of time. Thank you very much indeed. Loads of people, by the way, texting in. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. Now, anybody who gets their job offered back and doesn't go back to work should be rep- reported to the Department of Social Welfare. Well, now, it's not the Department of Social Welfare that, that pay the PUP payment, by the way. It's the revenue commissioners as such that are paying a particular payment, although it is administrated by the Department of Social Welfare. But I get the point you're making, yes. At this stage, we need to probably look at who is getting it. And again, I say to all the people who are should deservingly get the payment, you should continue to get it. Of course you should. If your sector is not open or indeed your job is not there anymore, of course you could continue to get it. But there are many people now taking advantage of it. Primarily, it seems to be according to the, the evidence that they're the cohort of people between 18 and 30 years of age who would have been lower paid in college, maybe part-time jobs. And now there are lots of part-time jobs available. There are people screaming out for staff and we, they just can't get workers because they're on PUP payments and they don't want to. Sure. Why would you want to give me 400 quid? I can get 350 for doing nothing. <laughs> Why would I want to do that for? Now, Angela, stay there. You're going to get a slap here now. Uh, okay. Uh, Breed here in Ireland's Classic Kids. How Hello, you doing? Niall. How are you today? I'm good, Breed. Now, you took a little bit of issue when I asked Angela the question about, you know, people who are in sectors who are badly affected and, you know, should they have to reskill? Now, I know Catherine Murphy suggested last year got a bit of a backlash for it in relation to entertainers and singers, but you're in the aviation industry. I am. Yeah. Which, which has been very badly hit. Oh, we all know de- that. Decimate. Now, decimate. even if, let's just say, we're all back to normal again by November, December, right? Yeah. The aviation industry is still going to be very damaged. Um, yeah. Schedule flights that we spend years, I suppose, building up will take a long time to come back again. So there is no doubt there will be jobs lost in that industry. Yeah. Okay, but Angela's argument is, well, I'm sorry, Brida, you need to reskill and work somewhere else. But the, the, the thing that Angela probably doesn't understand is that we're on a certain percentage of pay so we have a certain percentage of a roster to work off every month. So I don't know what my roster is till it comes out a couple of weeks before um, the current roster runs out. So how do I go to another employer and say to them, oh, yeah, like I work at anything. I have done multiple jobs over my years, so I'm not afraid of work. I'm not afraid of anything. And what, by the way, what are you, remind me again, what are you doing in aviation at the moment? You're on the you're, cabin crew. You're cabin crew. You're on the planes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but like I... I I don't know too many employers that you go in and say, yeah, I, I, I'd love the job, but um, you have to work around my current roster because I'm still employed. I still have a certain amount of flights and things to do or I'm on standby or whatever. 
So I have to be here on call. I can't be in another job. Yeah, but Angela's that. argument, I don't want to put words in her mouth, I'm sure, is going to be, well, then, unfortunately, that's not a viable job for you anymore. You're going to look for a different job? No, I'm not. I've put a lot of years into this job. I've worked hard to get to where I am in the job, and it will come back. It's not my fault this job isn't where it should be at the moment. That's the government's fault. Like, open up the bloody aviation. Let people get onto flights. Let people go away. Let well, people the government travel. will argue there's public health reasons for not doing that, yes. And this has been their argument all mm-hmm. through the whole thing. And there has never been more than 2% of... Okay. Of well, I, I, I don't want There's no point in getting into that argument. No, no, because we, we are where we are and we're at the point we're at now. But Angela... Do you get what Breed is saying? Like, like a singer or like an artist or like somebody who works in aviation and those industries are obviously affected long term, it seems at the moment. Why should she have to reskill when basically it wasn't her fault that her job is in jeopardy? It's the no, state's it's fault. Not, but that is the same with every single occupation in the world. These things happen. It's life. There was no, a no, no, hang on, Breed. Hang on, Breed. Let, let uh, I let you respond to her. Okay, okay. You know, like there are plenty of people out there who can't go back to their jobs because the companies have closed down. And Bree, do you know yourself, they're after pulling a lot from, let's say, Shannon to do with um, Aer Lingus and Ryanair. They've pulled a lot of flights out. There are a lot of people out there that aren't aren't working at the moment. They're going to have to reskill. And you said that you're working at the moment. So that's fine. Well, she's, no, but, she's, but it's not fine. But she's I'm not getting the work she should be getting. I'm not very near But what happens if your airline or your job goes in the morning if it goes and in you the morning, can't then get, I go out no. and I get another job? I'm, I'm, it's, I, it's the fact that it, it's not I, the fact that I wouldn't go out and I go out and sweep the streets if I have to, to make money to pay my bills and stuff. But the problem is I'm in a job that I'm on a certain percentage. I'm not going to say what it is. And it's, I'm barely getting limping from paycheck to paycheck, right? And, but I can't go out and ask some employer to give me a job, a part-time job, but to work it around my courage job. And I'm not giving up my job because it will bounce back and it will come back. I, I feel that you're very black and white about not everybody is, wants to sit at home and twiddle their thumbs because I certainly don't. I can't wait to get back full time. I'm not saying that I wrote, but what has happened in the past couple of weeks is it's very obvious that there are a lot of people out there who want to sit at home and twiddle their tongues. Well, they because... cut off their payments. But well, that's what I said. Yes, that's but, what but, I said. Cut yes, off the but payments. I also but thought the that thing is, the thing is, that were... well, one, 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 one at a time, say one at a time. Okay. Rita, the thing about it is, if, you're, if you um, have to wait around for that job, that's fine once you're getting your hours. But if it was a thing that you were sitting at home waiting around for a job, if you don't know it's going to be there, then that's wrong. That's wrong. But I know you, it's going to be there. I, I suppose, I suppose Brita, what she's saying is the aviation industry and the entertainment industry, because, of course, we've got numerous emails from people who work in the, the, the wedding band association, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Their jobs have been badly affected because they don't know when live music will be available yet. We've seen the, the kind of test gig the other night, although I don't think it was really a test gig. Anyway, we've seen all that. And it doesn't look like those industries will come back immediately. And even when they do come back, I think there's a bit of social conditioning has gone on over the last 15 months where a lot of people might do staycations. You know, they might not be travelling away to Portugal and Spain. There are people who still will have fear of travelling. So the industry has been damaged irreparably. 
and it could take years for the confidence to build back up in your industry. So there is no doubt there'll be casualties to that. And, you know, and people... There have been casualties already. Absolutely. That's the bad thing about it. Oh, there has. And, and, and by the way, and what, what Angela's saying is, those casualties are those people who are part of that casualty, who, who are on very, you know, a small percentage of their previous work. You know, Angela's saying, well, look, we can't afford to keep giving them money. They need to go out and just get another job. So, so we'll all just resign from our, our positions and just go and get That's another job. That's not what I'm saying, Brida. That's not what I said. What I'm saying is, if the job is gone, but right, not at gone. the moment, at the moment, let's say your job, or an air hostess job mightn't be back for a year, right? So yeah. for that year, should the government have to keep paying her or should she go out and get another job until her job is back? But I'm, but my job isn't fully back, but I'm still working a certain percentage every month. So, like, what I'm saying to you is I can't go to another employer and say to them, oh, will you give me a job of working around my current job roster? Like, that's not logical. It's just people are not going yeah, you to... Would, I mean, Angela, you wouldn't expect her to give up. Let's just no, say, for, let's say for but, argument's sake, she's doing 20% of what she used to do or 30% of what she used to do. You wouldn't expect her just to hand in her notice tomorrow and go work in, you know, McDonald's or go work in a restaurant or something, would you? No, but that's, you see, that's where what I'm saying is taken totally out of context. I am talking about somebody whose job is not going to come back and they have to reskill. Or somebody's job who is not going to be there for a year that they should go out again. Like, no, 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 I, I get what you're saying and I do get what Breda's saying. And by the way, Breda, you know, you have my empathy and all those people in I sectors who are still affected, you have my empathy and my understanding. I do get it. I don't necessarily agree with everything Angela said. And, and I think it's very difficult for somebody who might be a chef or somebody who might be a very skilled person to turn around and say, well, you listen, you've got to go and learn to do something else instead. You know, that's easier said than done sometimes. And I get that. You know, I do get it. People have a passion for their own industries. And I love my job. And I mean, I, I you know, I, if you'd have told me April 12 months ago, I'd still be in this situation. I would have said, absolutely not. I mean, it's heartbreaking. And I mean, that's probably the best way to describe it. And Brita, can I just say, without you, without you, I don't get to go anywhere. <laughs> so I do appreciate what you do. Nobody's going to tell you to put your seatbelt on if it wasn't for Brita. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And if nobody's going to do that entertaining little bit at the start where they do point out the exits and all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> does anybody, does, with the greatest respect, does anybody actually look at what you're doing anymore, Brita, when I you do that? Do. <laughs> oh, do. We, no, we pretend to. We just, we're, we're kind of that, unconsciously. Niall, I think I have that voice that people kind of go, oh, well, we better listen for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The exits are here. You have a light and a whistle. I've often wondered, by the way, in relation to the light and the whistle, right, on your life jacket, okay? I have this vision. And I remember having a dream once that the plane crashes in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and you're there with your light and your whistle. <laughs> and you're the only survivor. <laughs> you're not going to make it, unfortunately. Why you often wonder why? I, I remember Helena saying to me one day, Do they, why wouldn't they give you parachutes instead of life jackets? Because most air accidents happen over land and not sea. Because it adds to the weight of the plane. <laughs> exactly. Now you have it, Angela. There you, there you yeah. go. <laughs> it's Listen, all thank you. The best of luck to both of you. And Breda, and I wish you, wish you well and all your colleagues, Breda, all right? Okay. Thanks, thanks. thank you very much, Nita. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.